Hello, and welcome to Anime Territory. Uh, I'm your host this week. My name is Johnny Ruhal, and with me is always my co-host is Benjamin. And I would have gotten away with it, too, if it weren't for that golf girl and her little clubs, too, shabbing. Uh, Did you just make that up, or is that from a specific show you watched? That's from a specific show that you watched. It's not a quote. Oh, okay. I gotcha. I know. I, I get the reference. <laughs> but there. there's a reason why. Because okay. they've got magical Scooby-Doo masks in that show. Okay. I gotcha. Uh, <laughs> I saw that for part of that first episode. Of, and I had to leave because it was too hooked. And that defeats the premise of today's episode. Which is, you watched a bunch of sports anime. I watched a bunch of quote-unquote romance anime. There's two shows we watched together. And it's our spring preview, basically. Yeah. We we didn't watch these are all new episodes. shows from this season, except for maybe one of the the OVA. I don't know if it was maybe, from this yeah, season or last, last season. season, but it was still on the currently airing yeah. on Crunchyroll's PlayStation app, so we counted it. Um, just quick rundown of what we're going to be talking about, real quick, for anyone interested. Uh, the shows we watched together, which we'll be covering first, are uh, season three of Kaguya-sama: Love Is War and Spy X Family. And then I watched Aharansan wa Hatarenai, Date Alive 4, In the Heart of Kunoichi Subaki, Love After World Domination, Shikamori is Not Just a Cutie, The Dawn of the Witch, and Trapped in a Dating Sim. What did you watch? I watched Ayo Ashi, Birdie Wing, Golf Girls Story, Fanfare of Adolescence, Heroines Run the Show, Love All Play, and an OVA called Soriaro Utility. So we're going to kind of go back and forth talking to each other about them. Try to describe the show to each other and say if we should give it a shot or not. Yeah. Because I will watch a sports anime on occasion, as evidenced by our Burning Kabaddi episode. Um, and it right could be a lot of fun. And you'll watch romance anime, but not nearly as many as I've watched. No. Okay. So... <clears throat> Let's start with, uh, with I guess, the inevitable, Kaguya-sama Love is War. Alright. This, this was the only show I knew that we would be watching, for sure, this season. Yes, we've watched the last two seasons. We yes. both enjoy it, so. Um, and it's the, it's more the same, so far. Yeah. It's, it's fun. It's overly dramatic. Uh, it's <laughs> competitive romance. <laughs> um... I don't want to say too much because it's season three about like specifics of what happened in this show, um, but it's more of the same. The yeah. Intro, it's not as good. No, the intro is kind of disappointing. It's still good, it's still but... good. I don't skip it. Like I skip some of the intros to these other shows that I watch. Oh, but I don't think I skipped any intros. But just... I just walked away if I didn't want to. Listen well, to yeah, that. that's the thing. Like when it's playing an intro or an outro, I was I watched most of these on my phone in bed because that's just how. I'm on vacation. I'm comfy right now. Mm-hmm. Um, if you've heard me say I'm on vacation several times in a row, it's because we're, we're really really loading up on these right now. Yeah, I'm trying to load up on these. Um, so, no, I'm not on vacation for like four months, but I am on vacation for two weeks. Mm-hmm. And you're on vacation for roughly a week. Roughly. And we're just like, well, let's just load them in. Let's mm-hmm. get them done. So, um, the know, first two episodes... I'm happy. It's more the same. I feel like we're, it's going to get more... I like when it gets more serious. Okay. And it's just like, okay, some actual developments might get made, but they're not going to have that in the first two episodes. 
of it. I like that, or if they like focus on like the comedy for the other characters. Like I think the first bit is with Ishigami, and I'm just like, this this is cool. I like this. Oh yeah, well, Ishigami and spoiler that that one person, uh, that one other girl, I think are sort of like the secondary couple in the manga. Oh okay. So it's like we're starting to get more of them. They're starting to like tease their relationship and it's and i think it's i think it might be sort of a controversial thing in the manga because it's just like well we can kind of split focus on our main couple and yeah we we can have the secondary couple and then we don't get as forward progression with our main one so which i can see that as a downside for some people but i like ishigami oh yeah no it's it's still he's he's my favorite character so it's like yeah give me more ishigami i don't care (laughs) ishigami is great um and He's hot now. He's always been hot. <laughs> I just realized it. He's just never been an object of anyone's <laughs> desire before, so you've not noticed it. But there was a little bit of that in season two when that mm-hmm. other character gets introduced. So it's... I'm fine with stuff taking like the back seat because... But I do want to... Obviously, I want more development between our main couple, but yeah. um, I don't think it's a bad thing that they're giving development to Ishigami and the other girl whose name I will not say for spoiler reasons and because I cannot remember it. I don't know the name. I forget. <laughs> I know what she looks like. Yep. Uh, and she's not in season one. I'll say that much. She's not in season one. Um, but, I mean, I don't really have anything more <laughs> yeah, to say I mean, about Yeah, I mean, it's just same of your same old stuff. If you like the first few seasons, I think you're going to like these. It's, it's overly season. dramatic. Comedy oh. situations that they get yeah. into. And at the end of the day, kind of sweet. Mm-hmm. Um, let's talk about the other one that we um, watched together, which I think everybody is watching in the community is watching or paying attention to, yeah. which is Spy X Family. Uh, for those of you living under a rock or don't watch seasonal anime, but somehow watch this episode. Yeah. Uh, or you've uncovered this in the distant future and it's the only sort of our civilization left spy x family is uh the story of lloyd forger who is, is that a, his first name i think lloyd i think so yeah okay and uh he's a he's like the best spy yeah. in the world mm-hmm. and they're in uh not not east and west germany <laughs> yeah. i think literally the city is called berlin like yeah like yeah, yeah. Berlin in apostrophe T. <laughs> it's very much like World War II style Europe. Yeah. They're in. Um, so he's on one of the sides. Hopefully the good side. Uh, I think he's on the east. Everyone we've seen. Everyone we've seen that he's been up against seems kind of like an asshole. So. Mm-hmm. Um, but he needs to infiltrate this boarding school. And the only way he can get infiltrate is to have a, a family and have a daughter or a son yeah. go into there so he's like okay i'll go to it's like we need you to like either kill this guy or like get intel on this guy but the only time you see him is like these pta conferences yeah so you got to get in <laughs> into these pta conferences it's his only public appearance yeah. um semi-public appearance so he adopts a um a young girl from a from shady a, like, orphanage shady orphanage and uh, her name is Anya, Anya, and her secret. Everyone in this 
makeshift family has a secret. Her mm-hmm. secret is that she is a telepath and apparently bored as hell and wants to be entertained. <laughs> so, like, she knows that he is a spy and she's like, that sounds cool. I need to get adopted by this guy. So, so she, like, like, starts doing a crossword puzzle or something. Yeah. So, like, he's like, I need a smart kid. I need and one she needs to be at least six years old. And she's like, six. I'm six. Like, he's just thinking that. He asked like the orphanage guys, like, is she six? She's like, I don't know, probably. <laughs> I guess. She says she's six. She's six. Uh and then they're like uh <laughs> she has a, he has her do the crossword, but he's thinking of all the answers, so she can fill it in that way. Mm-hmm. And he's like, Alright, I'll take her. Um And then the first episode is about like them adjusting to life together yeah and like she keeps trying to follow him on missions and stuff um and she's like ah papa's a liar she just straight up tells lies like we're professional tag players (laughs) i need you to go to the police station (laughs) yeah that and she'll like say i don't know if this is work i should probably just give her back to the orphanage she's like no no send me back to the orphanage just out loud yeah He's like, what are you doing? Um, then they... He's like, okay. And again, he does not know she's a telepath. Yes. Um, I don't know if she has had the thought to let him know about that or if she's deliberately I keeping a secret. I don't know if she'd also bring this up. Like, he's given no instructions on how to do any of this mission. They're just like, you gotta do this. Get, Go get, for it. Yeah, get a kid and... <laughs> get a kid and a wife. I don't even think they we say that. You. They're just like, you gotta get into this school. Yeah. Probably the only way just... to do is to get a kid. So no, I think it explicitly says he needs okay. to get a wife and kid in his dossier for the mission. Well, probably not wife because he's like, oh, now I gotta get a wife because of. Well, I think I think the dossier does say wife, say but he tries wife. to do it without getting one, and they um, they go, okay, this is um, he tries to do it without getting one, and okay. she's like, okay, she passed the test to get in, but she had he stole the answers and had her memorize them. Um, but now it says and you, there needs to be a meeting with both parents. And he can't be like, for some reason, he can't be like, oh, my wife away. died. Yeah. You know, I'm so Even though that's him. his excuse. Never mind. Yeah. Um, the, so they're like, okay, you know, she needs a mom. I guess my thought process is they're snooty and they're like, well, we can't have a child with only a father. She needs to have oh, a mother. Okay. So I think they'd be okay if it's not a... If it's a stepmother sort of thing. Gotcha. Um, I don't know. We, we'll have to see in the next episode. Because episode two is all about uh, the wooing of his wife. Of the wife. So we, we meet a character named Yor. Yor uh, what? Y-O-R. Her name is Yor. Okay. Um, and she's just kind of like this shy, awkward person like that does office clerk, maybe. Something yeah. like that. She's 27. Seven. Which is our age. <laughs> Just mm-hmm. like, all right, all right, we're getting some <laughs> age appropriate, age appropriate. Uh, which I have uh, dibs on. We're doing dibs count. Oh yes, you do have dibs on her. I, yeah, which is like, dang, good dibs. Mm-hmm. Um, and her coworkers are like, it's weird that she doesn't have a boyfriend or is married. She might be a spy. I heard they captured a lot of spies recently, mm-hmm. female spies recently. Um, and she's like, I've got a boyfriend. No, I'll yeah, I'll take him to the party. Sure. And then, uh... Well, the... it was there, or was it, like, when she was talking to her brother? Because I know she did that with her brother. 
Because her brother is like, oh yeah, her brother's. I'm in line for a promotion, but I can't leave because you don't have a boyfriend, so I have to like take care of you. Yeah, I think she also tells her office okay. workers maybe. Um, and then she's like, all right, I gotta find, gotta find a guy who will pretend to be my boyfriend. Yes. Um, the and then we find out that she then gets another call and is like, I need you to go take care of this, and she goes and murders some people because she's a. An assassin. She's an assassin on the side there. Um, the they're at a shop of some sort. Your it's like a tailor shop. Yeah. Okay. Store. Yeah. Yeah. She goes to get her dress fixed because it got ripped during her assassination. It's her only mm-hmm. fancy dress to wear to the party. Um, and then Lloyd and Anya are there as well. I guess to get her, Anya clothing. Yeah, I think she needs yeah, clothes. She, she needs measured. And uh, Anya is just like, um, reads both their minds and realizes that they've, okay, <laughs> okay, this woman is an assassin and needs a fake boyfriend. My yeah. dad needs a fake <laughs> My girl. dad is a spy who needs a fake girlfriend. So she like plays <laughs> Cupid and sets them up. Well, she's like, oh, I have no mother. I need a mother. Uh. Yeah, because Yor starts to worry. It's like, oh, he's got a kid. I can't ask him. Yeah. Um, so Anya's like, to the rescue, mm. I'll say I need a mom. And then they can have a talk. And then it said, yeah, that should work. You know, she's like, can you pretend to be my boyfriend? He's like, well, I'll one-up you. Can you pretend to be my wife? <laughs> I'll be your pretend boyfriend if you pretend to be my wife. And she's like, got it. And Lloyd's like, okay, Deal. I do need to make this official somehow. I'll worry about that later. <laughs> um, and then he's like, I have been need to pick up some other jobs on the side here. And uh, he gets a job that's like, Right as the party is starting, he's like, I'm going to have to be quick about this smuggling art heist He's going to, like, retake arts. Or, yeah. yeah. He's re-stealing some stolen art. And uh, he's running late. Eventually, he shows up. Like, yours, like, getting made fun of at the party yeah. for lying. And then he eventually shows up. And he's like, God, sorry about being late to my wife's friend's parties. And she's like, wife? Wife? I thought he was your boyfriend. And he's like fuck i'm addled yeah. and he's got blood coming out of his yeah. head i uh got my story in there's mixed up <laughs> but they seem to go with it mm-hmm. one of her co-worker friends is like uh this bitch you know i'm gonna embarrass her by spilling this food and she tries to like, pretend to trip and spill hot food and you're like kicks the tray out of the way she, no, or like, she, like, catches, catches it with her with, catches it with her foot <laughs> that's it yeah and he's like impressive it's like some of my patients, because I'm a psychiatrist, had a violent episode. Yeah, that's why I'm late. That's why I'm late. They leave, and then more of the um, bad guys. More of the yeah, the smugglers yeah. show up, and they've got guns and grenades. He's like, "Yep, these are my patients," and she's like, "Yeah, sure." She like believes him for yeah. some reason. Um. And she's like, we should actually get married. And he's like, yeah, let's go ahead. Let's go to the uh, city council, city hall right now and fill out the paperwork. <laughs> I can't remember why she says they should get married for real. She likes him. Oh, okay. this guy's awesome. Huh? It's, it's like, yeah, this is a good cover. all something, you know, mm-hmm. to avoid suspicion so she doesn't get arrested. She should just go ahead and go into it now. And he's like, yep, works for me. And he's like, I had this ring I was going to use, but it fell out of his pocket. There's a hole in his pocket. It's something he, he grabbed from the art. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, like ah, this one's this. mine. Uh, so instead, 
he like pulls a pin out of a grenade and proposes to her with the grenade pin ring and it's like ah this is probably and i, I it was confirmed that was a very famous magazine people were like ah, yes it's been animated finally and it's like okay this is this is gonna be a lot of fun yeah this um, show looks like it's gonna be a lot of fun if it keeps going like this yeah. i don't know nothing about the mangas i don't know what direction it takes but yeah now a part of me like i know they're gonna have some of like Neither of them know the secret of any of the other people in there. And mm. I just wonder how long that premise can last. Um, like, I don't want them to never find out about each other's professions. Gotcha. Um, I just feel like that is too tenuous. I would want more development. If that that, that bit might get old, too. Yeah, yeah, that's the thing. Mm-hmm. Now, somebody else mentioned that um, what they think is going to happen. And I don't think this is a spoiler, because this was in the episode comments on youtube and spoilers are supposed to be okay marked and or never posted but he's like i hope they go he or she i don't know who it was Mm -hmm. he she they i don't know who they were um i hope they both independently find out about each other but keep it a secret and think that the other one hasn't found out about their secret yet so like okay lloyd finds out that yours an assassin but he's like i can't let on that i know she might kill me (laughs) Yeah. Um, can't let on that I know. And as far as I can tell, she doesn't know that I'm a spy. And then Yor does the yeah. same thing. Like, that could hold for a little bit longer. But I think the other way they could go is, like, kind of... A, I've never seen Mr. and Mrs. Smith. But I think the premise is, like, they're spies for the warring factions. So they might do, like, a... She works for, like, the person he's trying to kill or something like that. And, like, the guy he's trying to kill finds out about him. So she he has her try to kill him yeah that that, type of thing that could happen yeah Mm -hmm. all i know is i just don't want that premise to hold forever i feel like the bit would get old and i want them to fall in love and become a family for real because i uh that's that's how my lonely brain thinks they're all adorable (laughs) yes anya is super adorable so um do i think it deserves to be uh the fourth highest ranked anime on my anime list which above is steins gate. above steins gate which is something i saw on reddit today no. no no i don't think so but other people just said these are early reviews yeah. more reviews will come in and it'll probably weigh it down but uh it is fun i'm glad that mm-hmm. it's getting attention so okay let's go those are the two shows we watched together correct um you caught one episode of one of the shows that I'm watching. I sort of caught Aoishi's general yeah. plot. Um, and then after half an episode of Birdie Wing, I'm like, I'm paying too much attention to this. Like, I thought I could, like, not yeah. pay attention to it and play Pokemon in the same room. But I'm like, I gotta go to my bedroom. Because <laughs> um, I'm just, I, I'm paying too much attention and the premise isn't going to hold. So, um, but you, other than that one, you haven't seen any of what, I've done, correct? Correct. I saw one episode of Shikimori. That's it. Yeah, you, you saw episode two of Shikimori. It's not yes. So I guess I'll start with that one. Okay, go for it. Um, Shikimori is not just a cutie. Premises, their main dude, super clumsy, and he has a lot of accidents and, like, things. He just gets hurt a lot. Yeah. Um, or, like, things somehow get launched at him accidentally or whatnot. And he's got a girlfriend, Shikamori, who he thinks is, you know, really cute. But he's like, she's not just cute. There are some times when she's not cute whatsoever, which is a phrase she doesn't like. She wants to be cute. 
But he doesn't mean it in a bad way. He means instead of being cute, she's just cool as hell. She's just like constantly like blocking bad things from happening to him or catching him as he's falling down. So like he does not get hurt when she is around. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's the premise. That's really all you need to know about the show. Yeah. Shikamori's cool. Bank guy is a blank slate that wants to be cool too, but is a klutz instead. And they've got friends. Okay. That's about it. I don't know what to say about this show. Other than they had a ball sports tournament in the episode ball two. Ball sports tournament was pretty good. Every time they'd say ball sports tournament, I'd laugh so much. It's just like, yeah, all the classes are going to play soccer against each other. And all the classes are going to play volleyball against I each other. I like how he lasted like and basketball. one minute into that match. Yeah, and before he got taken out and had to get taken to the yeah. races. Um, but that's Shikamori as much as he could be. Are you so. going to watch it? I will continue to. Who knows if I'll drop off. Okay. I, I said a lot of these times, I'm like, yeah, I'm going to continue watching this. And then I don't continue yeah, watching it. Sure. Though, some of those are because I say I'm going to watch it with you. And then we never continue watching it. So, sure. um, if I don't have you weighing me down, I'm more likely to watch it. But I may get busy some Saturday and then I'm not caught up for two weeks. And then I don't feel like watching it. So, who knows if that will happen. Um. So that's that's my first one. Let's move on to, and I would say you don't, you don't need to watch this one. No, from what I saw, I, I think I can yeah. pass on this one. So I, I think we should we should say that for each one. Should you watch it or should you not watch it? Okay. And I think you specifically don't need to watch it. Audience at home, if you like the premise of what I said and you're just in it for the cool girl, then. By all means. Top-notch cool girl. Okay. So my first one was Aoashi. It's about this kid who plays soccer at this kind of like small town school, I guess. Yeah. Um, he's the best player on the team. He's like a ball hog, but like the team like likes him though. They like rally around him. Yeah, they make him being a ball hog their strategy. Yes. So, like, they've got his back. It's like kicking and screaming. He's the Italian. He passed to the Italian. Yes. <laughs> Anyways, he... In this game, they're, like, tied. It's really late. And he, like, zidadines a don this guy, which basically means headbutts him. It's a very famous soccer moment where a player headbutts this guy in the middle of a World Cup final. Gets that sent sounds off. cool as hell. Yeah. <laughs> One of the best players in the like game at this point just headbutts another player during the World Cup final, gets sent off, and they lose. Goddamn. Yeah. Same thing happens here. But uh, we learn why he did it. It's because that guy made fun of his mom. And his mom, they say like a night worker. So I think she might be just like either like a, I would say like a bartender. In those. Yeah, kind of like um, Ryuji's mom. In, yeah. She like... It's not a prostitute, but she's like there to serve the drinks and be flirt, like, yeah. yeah, flirt with the patrons sort mm-hmm. of thing. So, uh, but yeah, he's just this really good soccer player. This uh, coach from this prestigious like youth academy school or like soccer team recruits him for a tryout at their. Yeah. It's not in a Tokyo. school. It's like a 
It's an actual team. It's a youth team associated with Which, a club team. What most all soccer teams in the world, your big ones have a youth squad. Yeah. So, it's not weird. <laughs> no, I figured that I mean, was fairly normal. But yeah, youth coach recruits him to play because like he sees him try training. This one drill, it's a really weird drill, but like he struggles struggles at it, and then like he falls asleep on a park bench or something. Yeah. And he wakes up the next day and the guy's still practicing and he like does it right. So he's like, this guy's got, it. he's got it. I'm going to invite this guy to this tryout. Uh, so what is it? He invites, the guy's name is AOE, the main character. A-O-E. 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 A-O-I. A-O-I. Yes. I would say, ow. How? Owie? I don't know. I don't know. I'm not Japanese. I don't know. I don't want to butcher it. Don't AOE. make me. I'm saying AOE. Okay. Anyways. Uh, first, he can't go because they don't have the money for it, but his older brother gives him the money to go, and then he goes to Tokyo for the tryout. Second episode is the tryout. Um, <laughs> the coach is like, yeah, you guys are all the people who, like, we're just trying to see if you're actually worth it. We, like, signed all the better players. We're just here to see if you guys actually can do it. Last year, we had the same thing, and nobody made the team. So, yeah. just like, okay, well, you could have told me that earlier. But, uh, yeah, the, there's a training epi- training montage, basically. They do this, like, seven-on-seven seven drill, and, like, the main character's struggling with it, but he just makes this one play, and then... I'm a, that ends after that and then they tease that there's going to be like this one last scrimmage to see who's going to make the team or not and he made that team he, he made that lap he made that he hasn't made the team he's made the final final cuts basically to see if, if, at... if it, yeah okay we have one last thing for the people most of you guys are going home after yes. this but here are the people that we're still interested in you have one last chance mm-hmm. Um, you did not mention my favorite part of this show. Just like I said, I was in the room when you watched okay. this. You did not mention my favorite part of this show. The girl? Yeah, there's a girl. That's all I needed. The girl is the coach's like daughter-in-law or sister-in-law. Sorry. It's his sister. Okay, it, it's the coach's sister-in-law. I thought it was yeah. actually his sister. Well, she says sister, but then she's like, oh, actually, it's sister-in-law. Okay. But she kind of is like. My my uh, brother-in-law sees something in you. I don't see it. And then he does that thing on the practice, and he's like, she's like, now I see it. So it's we can like, be friends now. <laughs> and then the thing with the main character is like he can see the game like nobody else can. Basically, he sees it the same way that coach does. That's why. He's yeah, sick. I I saw it. it was like the coach is like telling him like when you made this play during during that like yeah. initial drill. It's like when you made this play, you were your doing- teammates were here, here, and here. And, you know, this is what it was like. This is where you messed up or something. Yeah. Like, even though you made it, this is how you got lucky or something. And he's like, no. I did Actually, they were this way, this way, this way, this way. And he's like, well, you remember where all 22, 22 people yeah. were on the field at that time? And he's like, yeah, this, this, that's that, I think, more than anything else is what mm-hmm. makes this guy think, you know, okay, this is. And he does kind of the same thing in that practice thing. So, like, yeah. I think all the other coaches there see it as well, then. Yeah. So, it's just like a... And he and he just, like, stands still for a while. He's like, that guy's giving up. And mm-hmm. it's like, nah, he's reading the field. Yeah, he's reading the situations. 
Um, it's like he calls himself like a super forward or something. Uh, he calls himself genius forward. Genius forward. So like very... Come on, Ben. You were the one who was paying attention to this show. <laughs> I don't care. Um, but yeah, he's very cocky, very like selfish, but he, he does it for a reason. Or like there's a point to it. Okay. So, what are your thoughts? It's okay. It's going to be your standard sports anime. Better or worse than Kabaddi? I would say, as of now, worse. I think Kabaddi did a better job of, like, making the main character a little bit more interesting. Okay. Yeah. Because I've seen that other character's archetype before. Mm-hmm. He's uh, he's Davis from Digimon. <laughs> yeah, basically. So it's like... He's full of himself. I want to give it at least another episode just to see... Because we've only saw... It's usually you get three episodes. We Sorry. only get two because of where we're at right now. Yeah. So I'll some give of these, one more episode. Some of these I've seen three yeah. of. But um, but if you like soccer anime, if you want a sports anime and you like soccer, go for it. It does, as of now, an okay job of kind of actually playing soccer. Not like a make one play, spend five minutes talking about that one play they're doing. It's like, what are you doing here? They're all just talking. For five minutes. <laughs> it's pro- And it's got more soccer than, say, Ted Lasso would have, correct? Yeah, <laughs> I guess. The, that TV show that's about a soccer team. Um, okay. But yeah, I would say you probably don't have to watch it. I'm going to give one more episode to see where it's okay. But Okay. Just a typical sports anime, I would say. Got it. So, my next one, which I guess I'll just kind of start going through my my list here. I did Shikamori is not just a cutie mm-hmm. first because you you were sort of familiar with it, but um, I'm gonna do Haren San wa Hakarinai, or I think it's mostly just called a Haren San. This is a I would say a, a fluffy, light on the romance. I mean it's it. I don't want to say light on the romance, heavy on the comedy, but it's it's fairly light all the way around. Uh, this dude is like, I don't have a lot of friends. I'm going to be sociable and talk to the person next to me. That's how I'm going to start my high school life. Okay. And he's like, first things first, the person that sits next to him, he misses her name when she introduces herself because he's just thinking about something else. And uh, he's like, oh, I guess I missed her name. And then the reason he missed her name is because she's so quiet. She has to talk in a whisper. Um, And, like, she can't get louder than that. So he's like, oh, okay, that's why I missed it. And she's not ignoring me when I try to make polite conversation. She is responding. I just cannot hear her responses unless she's super close. Um, So they, like, do a bit where they're, like, trying to figure out, like, okay, what's some way that you can... um, you know, communicate with with me like normally so we can have a conversation. And um, one of the ways is like, let's just pass me notes in class. And then she's passing like 60 notes. <laughs> it's like, okay, this is not going to work. Because um, the note just says, hello. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I don't know, they're just sort of, they just sort of become friends. Uh, she's got another friend who's basically like her stalker. Just like, just like watching her from afar and you seem like a scary person so he she was trying to like scare him off and he's Han is like no it's fine it's not scary <laughs> uh, but she's otherwise also just like 
it still still keeps her distance so far. Um, but they do little comedy bits, and I would say each episode is sort of like two to three segments. Gotcha. Um, and it's what do you call it? Um, I would say it to put it into like comparisons to other animes that you've that you are familiar with. It's oh god, I had this earlier. Oh, it's like Komi-san can't communicate, but less self-serious and uh, or like less um less ridiculous okay. and um less romance so far. Gotcha. So that's that's how I would that's how I would classify it. It's just it's just kind of them doing cute little bits and Maybe they'll grow closer. Maybe that's not the point. I don't know. I'll have to watch to find out. So, all right. So, what would you rec- would you recommend it to me? Not at this point. No, I'm. I'm assuming you just want more progress. I don't know. I don't know if it's gonna go comedy wise. It's got to be really. It's got to be. Funny. Yeah, that's the thing. It's got to be really funny, and it's more just cute. Gotcha. So, I don't need cute. Yeah. Um, but that's Harun-san wa Hakarunai. Okay. So my next one is Birdie Wing Golf Girl Story. This uh, first episode is amazing. I saw half of it. <laughs> uh, I'm just, just going to tell you some things that are in the first episode. You have Mission Impossible slash Scooby-Doo masks. Uh, you have trains, trick shots, and Shinjuku. <laughs> okay <laughs> forget it Shinjuku <laughs> but anyways it's basically about this girl named Eve she's like a I almost want to say like a criminal golf player or like a street golf player underworld golf player yeah like she's not professional but she's like I think most of her jobs are just like playing golf against rich people and betting on it she only used three clubs. She uses the driver, the seven iron, and the putter. And her like whole thing is basically she shoots straight every time, regardless. So like, there's one this one scene where like there's a tree right in the middle of the course. So you get like this professional player. Like she's either got to like slice it left or like aim right. She goes right through the center, like snaps off a branch of the tree and lands right on the green. And they're just like. <laughs> What is this? <laughs> well, the scene I saw, which was ridiculous. Um, well, first of all, the Scooby Doo mask. We should explain okay. that. She's so like the very first in. scene is you were like on this PGA or LPGA tour. You see this like really famous golfer. She's like had a really bad week of golf, but like she's minus seven on the day. She's having an amazing day, and she like needs to get the certain score to like keep her ranking in her in the tour or whatever yeah so like she makes it she gets her ranking and then like in the office she like takes off the scooby-doo mask and it's this main character yeah she she got a job to basically impersonate this other golfer to get her score up and she's like i just need you to get to this point do not get any better than that don't don't win this (laughs) yeah you wouldn't understand you're not a pro player about the Mm -hmm. politics of of all of this and she's like, all right, whatever. And yeah. she gets paid and she leaves. Yeah, and then she goes to like this bar that I think her it might be her sister. 
like owns, but they're like really poor, and she has like three kids. I think. I have a feeling that it's sort of a unofficial orphanage, and that all of them that live there are not actually related, but think mm-hmm. of each other as family. And there's like she's like I, I do these jobs to keep these kids off the yeah. street. Um, and then she'll take it, it's technically a bar too because she yeah, has like she's a, like we're closed and then mm-hmm. it's like ah it's just me oh okay. but like they have problems with like cops because I think they could shut them down at any time because whatever but anyways that's why she's doing all these jobs and again you go to like this time they like go to this train yard there's a golf course right next to it and this old guy's just like I'll bet you like six thousand dollars that I could beat you this time and like he brings in a ringer and you learn that the ringer is like the golfer that she just impersonated. Yeah, she's in disguise at first. And then... Shit you not. She drives the... Well, she has her, like, caddy, like, do the first shot. And it goes, like, 70 yards, not very far. And it's like, this is your handicap. (laughs) Yeah. And then the next shot, she just trick shots it through a train. Through a moving train. Moving train. Like, splits it. Doesn't go over or, like, under it. It's straight through, like, two carts. The yeah, cars. the gap between two train cars. And then hits a rake, makes it bounce onto the green. <laughs> and then this golfer just like, I'm done. <laughs> she quits after that? Yeah, she forfeits. <laughs> That's awesome. She could be really bad at putting, you don't yeah. know. <laughs> Spoiler, she's not. <laughs> But anyways, that's like basically the first episode. And we're also introduced to like, I guess the heel, which is just like this 15 year old prodigy. They're like both her parents are like professional golfers. And what is it? Her whole thing is like, she's like a professional golfer. She does everything right, but she does everything perfect. Like she hits every shot. So like they do like this one round because they're like right before another tour that she's about to do. They do like one hole just to, play because she like sorry the prodigy is like i like your style i want to play against you so they just play and it's like one of those courses where it's almost like an l shape where like you got to go like around because there's like a force yeah on the other side so eve this main character eve's first so rather than doing what everybody does going around she shoots straight through the forest of course i knew uh, what she I doesn't was get through the forest the first time but she like gets halfway through but then the prodigy does it the right way, but she hits the most perfect, like they say, there's only one way to get an eagle on this course. And if it's, if you hit it perfectly and she does. Yeah. So then the girl's neck, the Eve's next shot is through the forest again. It's almost perfect, but she hits it like slightly to the left and like the prodigy knows it. So you're like, oh, she knows her stuff regardless. And she's like, oh, if only you'd hit it, if you would have only hit it slightly to the right. And then she gets it onto the green and Eve's like, she has one shot to like get it or else she's going to lose. And it's basically, she's in the rough. She's probably like a hundred yards, maybe not a hundred yards, like a hundred feet from the, the putt. And she's not on the green. So you would think she would like use, usually you would use like a seven iron or like a wedge. Or yeah. Something. She uses Some, her putter. Of course. And she just, like, hits it as hard as he can. There's, like, a little ramp there. So she, like, hits the top of the ramp. It bounces. And it, like, just misses the putt. So she loses. But it's, like, damn. So close. But it's so cool. Because, like, her approach is straight as possible. I'm not doing any of this pro stuff. Yeah. It's it's really fun. There's this, there's this golf underworld. Because she's, like, I need a favor from this, like, 
under golf world boss. It's it's ridiculous. It's, it's ridiculous. from my thing. It's like, and the the shot that she went through the train, she was like, "This is the blue shot," and she's known as like it's the blue strike, and then she's known as like the rainbow shot or something like rainbow that. Rainbow strike or something. Yeah. Yeah, and it's like, okay, this this is ridiculous, <laughs> and in no way realistic. I think she just every shot of hers is just as hard as possible, even her putts. Because <laughs> I, I think every time she hits a putt. It doesn't go in. It goes like straight up, up to the pole and just drops straight down. <laughs> so it's like again, I only got two episodes. The second episode was kind of a little lesser because you kind of get a little bit less of that crazy underworld stuff. Yeah, they're not more. trying to hook you in at that point. Yeah. They can start to develop something. Mm-hmm. So. so it does. The second episode is a little bit of a letdown, but there's enough to where you're like, this is crazy. I'm I'm in. Yeah. It might not end as well but it's got me hooked so yeah. this is a definite watch i think you'd like this thing. oh yeah no i had to leave okay. the room because i yeah. liked it too much i'm like this is ridiculous they might have superpowers with their golf shots i'm in <laughs> there's this one p- part where like this hustler is like telling people oh make this putt and you get a thousand dollars this seems like a really straight putt but she's like magnets in the ball where it causes them to like miss it every time and that yeah. eve comes up and she's just like Hits it as hard as he can. She like bounces it off like bumpers in there. It breaks all the bumpers and just goes straight in. <laughs> so it's just like this is awesome. This is okay. So we gonna, so, yeah. we're gonna we're gonna watch that. That, okay. that. This is a yeah. Birdie Wing is a definite watch. I think you would like it too. Yeah. Okay. So let's go to one that I know you're not gonna watch. Okay. Because uh, it's season four of Date A Live. <laughs> okay. And goddamn it, I cannot remember any of the characters' names. Um. But basically, the general premise of Date A Live, which I, I've told you this before, is there are people that can become like spirits, and then there are danger to themselves in society. Like they could cause like mass explosions, and like the first mm-hmm. spirit that showed up caused some sort of natural disaster type of thing. Okay. Um, and there are different governmental organizations that are handling this threat differently. So mm-hmm. like some of them are like, we gotta just kill the spirits. And another organization is like, no, those are like people. And that other organization enlists the help of um, this bland anime protagonist. And it's like, you got to take these spirits out on dates to get their affection levels up. And we'll coach you along these dates too. Mm-hmm. Like, um, And then once their affection levels are up high enough, you can kiss them and that will seal their powers. But like, they still have access to their powers. They're just no longer a danger to other people. Um it says, like, because those girls stick around and then they have to have battles with the new girls is basically the general premise. Like, another one shows up and he's got to go on dates and sometimes they battle each other as well. And then he's got to string along, like, ten girls or something at this point. Um, one of the girls, from who's from the first season, who's kind of like a uh, anti-hero... Not necessarily a bad guy, but not necessarily a good guy type mm-hmm. of thing um, that I cannot remember for the life of me. I know in season one, um, she can, like, control time, which means that she can go back and, like, get a clone of herself. So there's, like, six or something of her when she's fighting. Okay. Um, but, like, he made one of them fall in love with her, and then another one was, like, killed her. So it's like, well, you didn't make me fall in love with you, though. And... 
anyway, I remember that was the end of the first season where it's like, okay, this one got away. He didn't conquer this one or whatnot. She's a force of chaos mm-hmm. and nobody really knows her true agenda. But it, I think it's sort of revealed later on that like she's kind of on their side, but has bad methods or whatnot. Anyway, the season four starts with her releasing another person from control of the other government organization. Um, and that that person, of course, the main character just runs into her randomly and has to help her because she's lying on the ground starving. Okay. So he carries her back to her apartment so that she can eat food. And he's like, oh, this is great food. And she's like, I'm this manga author. And he's like, what? I love your manga. But I thought you retired like five years ago. Also, you're a woman and not a man? He's like, yeah, that's my pen name. I retired five years ago because I've been captured for five years. And I'm a spirit. Isn't it your job to make me fall in love with you? And he's like, what? And then, so like he, she forces him to go out on a date because she knows her power or whatever is this book that can just tell her she can ask the book anything that's happened and it'll tell her all about it or she could write stuff in the book and then it's forced to become true because everything in the book is true oh no Um, it's like in another madness so yeah (laughs) so they they go to Akihabara because she's like it's been five years and she needs to load up on doujinshi and figures and stuff and basically he's just her errand boy to carry stuff for her and then like she tries to set up a situation, and she's just like, no, I can't do it. I can't fall in love with you. You're not 2D. I'm only into 2D people. So they're like, okay, we know a character that she loves, so you got to go cosplay as that character. And so he cosplays as that character, and uh, he acts just he acts just like that character, which is like cold and aloof. And it's like, her affection levels are high. Go for the kiss. And he goes for the kiss, and she's like, he would never act like that. <laughs> I'm just happy being the observer of him. <laughs> and then they're like, okay. But her affection levels did go up. So now let's try to... So they make a fake game where he's the main character of it. And really it's just him like reading out lines in live. Like they're tricking her into... It's just, you know, like... We're developing this game as you're playing it. And he's recording the lines so that he can you know best suit the needs she's like oh this is really high tech and she's like and then he accidentally says something without any like response or prompt and she's like wait a minute you guys are just tricking me <laughs> it's not gonna work uh so then they decide okay we've got to let's just let's just turn his life story into a manga <laughs> and we uh, and she's like that could work, maybe, but you guys, I'm angry at you guys, so what makes you think I'm even going to read it? And they're like, well, you're entering the Comic-Con, Comi-Net, Comi-Co, mm-hmm. whatever it's called in that show versus what it's called in real life. Um, you know, so if we sell more copies than you do, then, you know, you'll have to read it. And she's like, are you sure? I'm an established author and it's in two days. <laughs> so they band together to make the manga and they got it that's all i know that was the end of episode two okay and it's like okay i guess i'll keep watching but it's more the same and it's it's you lost me yeah you're not you don't don't watch it i will watch it for completionist sake because i've already watched the other three seasons got i've got my favorite girls so 
if I can't remember their names. Uh, but one of their names is Origami, and uh, more like Borigami, am I right? Uh, her character type is uh, bland and horny. <laughs> so she's just like, yeah, you would like that. <laughs> she's just very like um, quiet and cool and aloof, and originally worked for the other organization. Um, and like the main character at the start of the show the main character has no idea and then she's just like oh I'm just gonna go ahead and come out like I've got feelings for you and like they're they're drawing the in the manga panels that they're drawing they're um, they're like we have to see who who draws in the best manga style and so they all draw it and like hers is a very realistic drawing of him holding her naked <laughs> it's like what did you draw and it's like I, I, <laughs> whatever uh, there's a scene where he's trying to get her to not be interested in him because she's not a spirit, but she might have become a spirit in one of the other seasons. I don't know, but originally she's not a spirit, and he's just like trying to get her to to leave him alone because uh, he lives a dangerous life, and he just keeps saying all these like creepy ass things, and she's like, "I'm into that." <laughs> he's like, <Okay>. "What?" <laughs> um. I know, if I can find it, I recently saw a clip on on Reddit, and I'm like, ah, yeah, she's fun. <laughs> okay. Uh, but yeah, don't watch Data Live 4, unless you like Data Live. But... Okay. Uh, my next show is Fanfare of Adolescence. This is a jockey sports anime. So our main character was a idol who quits to become a jockey. Okay. I guess he just likes horses. Got it. Um, but he goes to this jockey school where they train jockeys and then it just basically becomes a school drama or one of those school shows basically you got your classmates they all have their different personalities different things and you know those those bland different personalities yeah, that are all there's the hothead there's the quiet leader there's the one girl <laughs> got it I love that archetype the one girl there's like the hippie guy who's like amazing at everything just stuff like that. There's the guy who sucks at everything. Um, but yeah. That's, I didn't know you were in this anime. Yeah. <laughs> but that's essentially it. It's just, he goes to this jockey school. The first episode is just him going to it. Him having to like deal with the paparazzi and stuff. And then the second episode is a little bit more of him getting used to the school. Him having to like basically learn to like embrace where he's at i guess yeah they say like he's not doing anything with like passion or like he's stressed so just him just getting used to it i guess i don't know i can't think of the words yeah becoming more comfortable with his surroundings Mm -hmm. and then uh, the third that episode and then the third episode because there are three episodes in this you get introduced to this european exchange student who's like the bad boy he's like good at everything but he's a dick gotcha so he, he comes to the school he's good at everything but he's a dick to everybody and he's like oh i hate this school i'm gonna run away like, anyways and like is it like leave. a charles winchester type bad boy or is it like a bad like generic boy band bad boy I would probably say more generic bad boy. I mean, he's not like cultured or anything as far as we know. Well, it's Charles Winchester, character okay. Mash, which I've been watching a lot mm-hmm. of, uh, is like he, he is very good, but he's just very like arrogant and looks down on people. 
Is it? Yeah, he's a douchebag. He is more Charles Winchester because he's like, you're not going to learn anything from the school. The schools in Europe are better. I'm going to know why I'm here. Yeah. So why he, are you guys he, shoveling? He's looking sh- down on them, yeah. not like it's focused on. I'm so. It's more of a. I'm so good, and you're so bad. Ad, yeah. You're so average that um, it, it's tearing me down, sort of bad boy, and not a. I'm so so dark. No. I'm so tortured. It's yeah. not that type of bad boy. No. Gotcha. It's the. It, it's okay. Okay. I gotta. And when yeah. you're like, he's European, and I'm like, is he? Is he a pompous ass? Is that? No, I don't get that sense. It's more he just thinks he's better than everybody. Got it. But got it. the. But then the main character kind of like calls him out on it. It's like, I mean, you're technically better than all of us, but you have like no soul. The, <laughs> and you got the, rhythm. The horse hates you. <laughs> horse hates you. You don't think about the horse when you're riding or stuff like that, but eventually he, like, says something and then the bad boy's like, fine, I'll stay. One, because I like this guy and the other one is like, I want to beat this guy's ass and then all this just to prove him wrong. Got it. Um, but that's basically your plot. It's okay. Um, it is kind of intriguing. I think I'll probably still watch it. I don't think you will like it. But it gives me just enough to, like, I'm interested in where this will go. Got it. Um, so, the fact that you started it, you'll probably continue it, but you don't think it would be worth watching. You, you don't think it's worth picking up. Because, I mean, I'll watch whatever. I mean, if you're interested in, like, jockey stuff or, like, just want to get your typical sports school anime, then sure, go right ahead. But if you're not interested in any of that, it's probably yeah. not worth picking up. So, okay. um, just a couple notes. Uh, there's a ghost horse in it. Ghost horse. Um, Why witch... didn't you lead with that? Sorry, there's a witch. Of... The witch of the waste is in there. What? There's a character who looks exactly like the witch of the waste. Okay, but they're not like that's the witch of the no, waste. No. Okay. Um, and the pop like idol band he was in was called Mister Doctor. Okay. Did you write that down in the? No, it's a bad name. <laughs> I like Mister Doctor. No, I think it's an awful. What about Doctor Mister? And I think there's what about Doctor Dog? Wait, that's already just... a band. I think their songs are just like playing up to like them being. Dr. Mario, something like that. Because it's like, let me give your pills of love or something. I don't know. I'm gonna, yeah, I might be making That's this what up. Dr. Mario is all about the yeah. pills of love. I don't know. Anyways, um, there's like one scene where they like go to a horse race and they're kind of like gentleman, gentlemanly betting on like who they think will win. And you get the sense like the main character has, the, has that typical. And protagonist thing where like he can just see things other people can't it's like oh it's gonna this horse that everyone thinks is the favorite is gonna slow down at the last minute yeah. because there's like there's this something horse wrong with that's her. like in like the middle of the pack towards like the last corner and he's like sees an opening for him to like go take the lead and the horse takes it so you're like okay so he has that sense yeah he's he can see all he remembers the position of all 22 players yeah. on the field Okay. Um, the last note was that the opening does bop, and the closing okay. is pretty good too. Okay. All right. All right. Well, I think the opening bops. Might have to listen to that at some point. Um, also, there's a Benjamin in the credits. I don't know what for though. 
There's a Benjamin. Uh, it specifically states Benjamin. A well-known fact about us. Uh, well-known. Like, three people know yeah. this about us because we hang out with, like, three people. Mm-hmm. But uh, we always look for Benj- we're, We always look for Bens in mm-hmm. credits because of your fascination with uh, people that I know named Ben. Because <laughs> uh, it's not even, like, people you know named Ben. It's people I know named Ben. That's yeah. the fascination. It was just something we started after watching... Star Wars. Star Wars, Force Awakens. Yeah. Like, there's a bin. There's, like, just a lot of bins in the opening credit, or, like... Ending credits, or whatever. Ending credits, or, like... Man, that's a lot of bins. And then ever since, which, every time we watch a movie, we had to watch the credits, you know, for bins. Uh, some binless productions. Uh, Evil Dead. Evil Dead 2. Airplane. If a movie is a binless production, it goes a little bit higher in my in my head. Just <laughs> a little lower for me. <laughs> So it evens out. It balances yeah. out. It's a balancing act. Mm-hmm. Uh, I guess I'll talk about my next show. Uh, okay. In the heart of Kunoichi Subaki. Okay. So premise of this show is that all the characters live in this ninja training village separated from the real world and they've never seen men before. Oh, okay. Now I know the show you're talking about. And uh, they basically, you know, they're being trained to be ninjas and they've They've never heard of him before, and they're like, "There's rumors that, um, that there's going to be another like ninja clan is going to be doing some training exercises in the mountains okay. next to them." And at the same time, the main character, uh, Subaki, her two teammates like run away, and she's like in trouble because it's like you're the leader of this team, and they they ran away into the mountains on tonight of all nights. You know, when there's supposedly men in there. Um, we learn that the two teammates ran away. One of them is like, had heard, overheard the room of there's men in the mountains. And it's like, and she's she's in love with the, the main character, Subaki. Okay. And she's like, she's also like a little bit younger. Okay. Um, and it's like, uh, I need, you know, I'm going to go and impress her by going and beating up all these men in the forest. <laughs> And the other girl is just like she can just be easily bribed with food. Oh, okay. So, um, so she's just along for the ride, and she's kind of like, I don't know if we should do this, mm-hmm. and, but it's like I'll give you my cut of the. the yeah. yeah, I've been hiding some potato skins or whatever. I can give you my cut of, and she's like, Ah, all right, I'm in. Uh, main girl is like. There's men in the forest, and she's just more like kind of intrigued. Like, yeah, I think like, she's just kind of reached that age where normally she would start being into the opposite sex, but there is no opposite sex around. So she's like, I don't know. I'm just infinitely curious. Um, she catches up to them and like captures them ninja style, okay. and then they're like, "Oh, you know, I'm sorry," and she's like, "It's okay." And then they use that as like a oh, I, I tricked you as you were giving me a hug. I tied your hands together, and we're gonna run off again um, to go beat up the the men. And at one point, they're like, "Don't you want to go like spy on them?" She's like, "Well, maybe we can spy on them," because she again is curious. And then they hear a male voice, but they don't see a male voice. Uh, they don't see yeah. a male voice. They don't see the man. And they're like, "We gotta go run," and they re- run away. Um, you know, and she's got them captured at this point, so she can okay. force them to go back. Second episode is 
I'm not, I don't need to describe the second episode. That, that, that's the premise of it. It's okay. just like, she's sort of interested in men. Do we see a man yet? We see his outline. Okay. Um, and one of the characters, the girl that can be bribed with food, she's like, oh, I saw him. I can see really well in the dark. And it's like, well, what does he look like? And, you know, use transformation jutsu to turn into what he looks like so we can see. And she's like, okay. And it's like, oh, shit, she's bad at transformation jutsu. She accidentally turned into a fish. <laughs> It's like okay. this is, she didn't see a fish, but she mm-hmm. could not turn into a man. So it's like okay, whatever. Um, and uh, yeah, it, it's just more of the same. Like she's interested in men. Yeah. The one girl is like, I need to protect I, her. I, no, it's more like oh. I want to impress her and spend time okay. with her, and I will get in trouble because like they have they're like a year apart or whatever, so they have separate classes sometimes. And she's like, hey, do you want to sneak out and go? be with her it's like the friend that's with food is like no <laughs> it's like i'll give you my potatoes <laughs> it's like oh, okay i'll do it I'll, I'll be your cover as you go sneak out mm-hmm. and bring her a flower uh it's kind of a trope i don't like i don't like that character trope they do it in railgun too or it's just like the underclassman that is like desperately in love with the main character and it's just like chill out <laughs> yeah just just chill out they like you fine as a friend, and uh, they don't want to sleep with you. So please uh, don't be so overeager. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's the show. I don't know. I guess I'll keep watching it. It's uh, the art style. Somebody mentioned in a comment, you know, where that art style came from, like what it actually reminded me of. And it's the same author as the guy who did Teasing Master Takagi-san. Oh, okay. And it's just like, oh, okay, that explains why she's got that, like, giant forehead. She's got a mean forehead. Yeah. Um, it's like, okay, that's that's where I've seen this art style before. Yeah. Got it. It's fine. It had, oh, it had, no, it only had two episodes. I had a three next to it, but that's okay. because it was, I was numbering how many of them I had. Uh, it's okay. I guess I'll keep watching it a little bit. Um We'll see. It's got some cool ninja fights. Would I watch it? Yeah. Yeah, didn't think so. Yeah. All right. My next show is uh, Heroines Run the Show. This is not a sports anime. <laughs> we knew it wasn't a sports I anime. Know. But in the first description, it described the main character as a track star. And yeah. it's like, I think it's a track star turned idol. Uh, you're wrong. That's not the premise. So, our main character is a small-town girl. She moves to Tokyo for school because she wants to continue to do track. But the school in, like, her town doesn't have a track team. So, she has to go to Tokyo to be on the track team. Uh, so, she goes to school there. Um, in her first class, or in her class, she sits between two, like, idol stars. Male idol stars. Okay. Who are in, a, like, a band. They're a duo. Yeah. She sits right between them. But she doesn't know who they are. Because she's a country bumpkin. Yeah, she doesn't like idols or she just doesn't yeah. know all of them. Doesn't follow the scene. Mm-hmm. And they're like mean to her just because they're kind of pompous. Yeah. Yeah. They're just, they say later, it's like, we're only going to school because our contract says that we like have to get an education or something. Yeah. And they, those two, like the two idols hate each other. So they're always like fighting. And it's like she always finds a way to like get in between them. Anyways, uh, right when, like, 
school starts, her like dad gets hurt and like she her dad can't work for a while, so like money's really tight for them. So she says, I'll get a job to help pay for my like expenses and everything. Yeah. Uh, so she goes looking for a job, can't find anything just because of her hours. She's on a track team in school. It's hard to find a job. Uh, she gets she interviews for like a manager and training job, and she gets it. And she's like, "Why did you choose me?" I'm like, "You're not really qualified for it." And it's the manager is like, "Because you go to the specific class in the specific high school, becomes a manager for the idols that she goes to school with." So the base, then the second episode is just like her getting used to like the job. She has to like go to their photo shoots and like just be there, I guess. Just be like, their handler. Handler, get them stuff, get them their coffee and clothes and carry their bags and everything. She's their intern, basically. Yeah. But paid. Yeah, paid intern. She gets like 1500 yen an hour. So that's. Like fifteen bucks an hour. Yeah. So it's not bad. It's not bad. Um, but yeah, and then it's just her like trying to like become friends with like the two idols, but they're still like assholes who just don't care. They call her a potato face. She's got those like cartoonish, like huge eyebrows that you have. Oh, okay, yeah. Mm -hmm. The sexy eyebrows. Mm -hmm. Yeah, sexy (laughs) eyebrows. Sure, it's fine. I mean, she's cute. It's fine. But uh, that that's basically the show. There's... So do you think it's going to turn into like a a love triangle romance, or do you think it's just gonna... no? Okay, I can tell you why. There's implied that one of the star or like one of the men or may, might be gay. Okay, because they're like, oh, he's not interested in girls. Got it. Got it. I think it's just more them becoming friends. Okay. All right. You know, her slowly getting yeah. so... on her good side, or like them. Do you think I should watch this show? I think you would like it. Okay. I'm going to keep watching it. I, I enjoyed it. Okay. I'll have to check it out. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I guess you would then recommend it to other people, or are you just recommending it to me because you know me so well? I would say, people, give it a shot. Okay. Do the whole rule of three. Watch your first three episodes. If it's not you, you can probably drop it, but I liked it. I am... Uh... Writing down the ones that I'm going to check out. So, Birdie Wing, and what's the other one? Heroines Run the Show. Heroines Run the Show. Mm-hmm. Okay. Is there anything else you want to say about Heroines Run the Show? Nope, that's all I got. Okay. So, my next one is Love After World Domination, which is basically if the Red Power Ranger started dating one of the bad guy Rita Repulsa not quite Rita Repulsa because she's like the one in charge sort of but like a lieutenant gotcha (laughs) you know a a star combatant but not the leader of the bad organization and they they find time to spend spend time together while the rest of their teams are like fighting each other down there Um, and then every once in a while they have to fake fight each other because it's like we're on this picnic and then the the Blue Ranger comes up, like, we can really use your help. And he's like, God, like, they just switch, quickly switch to fight mode. Um, and I don't know, it's just them being like, are you sure we should hold hands? Like, it's our third date. We Typically it happens on, like, the second or third. It's like, man, kids these days are so forward. <laughs> um, it's just like, they, 
she's like, I want to go on a real date too, not just like the, when we can sneak away from combat. And uh, he's like, okay, you know. And then he's like, what are what do people do for real dates? Because he's really only good at like he really just bodybuilds and is a superhero. That's about all he does. Um, and then the Yellow Ranger, who's like this guy is supposedly like somewhere between 15 and 18 because he's in high school mm-hmm. um and the the yellow ranger i would say is somewhere in in the early 20s because okay. she she comes up and she's got a beer in hand so it's like okay, oh, okay. so she's slightly older and i guess it's kind of treated like an older sister character type thing and so she's a little tipsy and she's like there's no rules to dating just do what you enjoy you know, do do what you both enjoy, and it's like, ah, oh, thank God. So like, he shows up and he's just wearing like a tank. He's wearing like athletic gear. Yeah. Um, and they're like, let's go to the gym. And they they go weightlift and <laughs> workouts at the gym. And she's wearing like typical date clothes. Oh, okay. But like people at the gym are like, damn, these two people are impressive. Look at the weights they're doing. <laughs> and he's like, all right, I thought we I thought we'd go and eat now. And he pulls out like a pack of like protein bars. <laughs> And then she's like, I gotta go to the bathroom. And then it takes a while for her to come back from the bathroom. So in the meantime, he gets a call. And it's the older sister figure. like, I think I gave you some bad advice yesterday. There are definitely some do's and don'ts of <laughs> dating. Like, make sure you dress up. <laughs> make sure, you know, you do something, you know, sort of romantic. And don't just do this. You know, go to a nice place to eat. And he's like, I broke all the rules. Okay. And, like, she keeps... It, Time keeps going by. She's not coming back. She's been in the bathroom for a long time. I guess I'll leave. And then finally she comes back and it's like, oh, I've had those protein bars before. I thought we needed some drinks. So I went and bought drinks. And she's like, oh, she showed up. <laughs> she's into it. <laughs> and that's what I've seen so far. She's adorable. Okay. <laughs> I don't know why she works for an evil organization. They're not doing that. Like, I'm going to turn you good thing. They're just sort of into each other. Okay. So, um, it's, uh, I don't, I don't know what to say. <laughs> it's, it's, I'll keep watching it. I was watch. I was reading the Reddit comments and people are like, I, I said this to you already, yeah. but I'll say it for the sake of the podcast. People on Reddit or, or at least the comments I saw or, like, oh, it's so funny. What a good guy. And they're just explaining these things. I'm like, these are just like. They weren't that funny, first of all. And the the good guy trope is, like, so common. Like, what a great guy. Yeah. It's just like, what are these comments? Why are people this impressed with the show? And I realized, I'm an adult now, and these are children. So probably <laughs> These kids. are children commenting. Got it. They've not seen 30,000 other anime just like this, like I have. Mm-hmm. So, uh, I get it. Probably not going to check out the episode discussions for this. Mm-hmm. So um, let's just go back and re, re-look at the episode discussions for Sunny Boy. That's what I'll do. Anytime I want to watch a new anime's episode discussion, I'll just go back to an episode of Sunny Boy's discussion and watch that. Okay. Read that. I do really appreciate those uh, comment sections for shows because that basically tells me, oh, hey, that show's out. I can go watch it. <laughs> Got it. Because I'll, you know, in downtime at work or something, I'll browse Reddit. Don't have time to watch a show, but I'll see, oh, that new episode came out. Cool. Watch that after work. Yeah. I got you. So I don't regularly 
check Crunchyroll. So, or I don't know like what days of the week things mm-hmm. come out. So would I like it? Eh, mm-hmm. I I don't know if I'll finish it. Okay, I'll guess I'll watch more of it, but it's just sort of just sort of whatever. Gotcha. It's not particularly like oh this these are great characters and I want to see them grow together and it's not particularly funny. Again, like it's definitely supposed to be comedic. It's just not landing for me, so gotcha. I don't think I don't think it's worth worth the uh, the hassle. But right. twenty minutes when I'm, you know, laying in bed, can't think of anything else to do. I'll keep watching it, I guess. But, um, but that's love after world domination. It's fine. Cool. Okay, my next one is Love All Play. This is the badminton show. So our main character, Ryo Mitsushima, uh, he's just kind of like this good but not great badminton player, like middle school badminton player, really wants to go to like this highly sought after high school badminton team, but he doesn't think he's good enough, so he's like, I'll just go to like this other high school with my friends, but then he gets basically a meeting with like the head coach of this prestigious school, and he's like... I want you to join the team. And he's just like, but my record wasn't very good. Why do you want me? And he's just like, I, I see the potential in you. So he's like, all right, let me think about it. And then he kind of has that like, I don't know if I'm good enough for this. I kind of just want to stay with my friends. What do I do? Talks to his older sister, who's went to that same school that he's going to. And she's just basically like, you should just do what you want. Follow your dream. His parents are kind of like against it because like his dad got a sports, they called a sports recommendation, but like he got hurt. So he doesn't want his kid to go through it again, just for fear of that happening to him. So he's just like, I want to do this, but instead of going through a sports recommendation, I'm going to get like an academic recommendation. So I'm going to basically get into the school with my academics rather than the sports. So he studies for it, he gets in, and then... Part of this thing is that he's able to practice with the team, the high school team, before actually joining the school, just for like a little extra practice. Yeah. Um, the other thing is that his favorite like player goes to that school as well. He's like a year older than him, but he's like the national champion or whatever, you know, yeah. like that typical. Yeah, yeah, that bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> that trope. Sorry. That bullshit. <laughs> but you're introduced to like his classmates slash, you know, his yeah, his the, you know yeah. those they all have their character. You got the like high energy like let's do this team guy. You got the quiet, really good guy that nobody knows anything about. Then you got two twins. Yeah, like like you oh, described. Two, in, you got twins. Like you described in um, fanfare of adolescence. They all have their character types. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, they go to this practice. He learns that like. The, his favorite player is kind of a dick. Yep. And then never meet your heroes. Never meet your heroes. Get better heroes. And then there are three episodes to this. So your first two episodes is him getting into school, and then kind of those practices, him learning about how hard it's going to be, or like how excited he's going to be about it, stuff like that. Then the third episode is he actually starts school, and then they start getting some of the like tryout slash club offer kids. Not like scholarship kids, but like the walk we call like walk-ons, I guess, or yeah. whatever. Yeah, they weren't. Um, 
they weren't recommended. They weren't scouted. They're just like, join okay, them. hey, I'm going to try to join the team. Go to the tryouts. So they start with, I think, I like at least six of them. But at the towards the end, it drops to like two. And it's just that stuff happening. Them slowly realizing how hard it's going to be. But there's this one kid who's not very good. He's clumsy. Kind of sucks at all this badminton. But he's passionate about it. And he really wants to do it. And... He kind of looks like Joe. <laughs> okay. Got it. I, I'm picturing... Well, I'm not picturing our actual friend Joe. I'm picturing the guy we said looks like Joe from Sunny Boy. <laughs> okay. He looks probably a little bit more like actual Joe. Got it. Okay. But, yeah, that's about it. It's just meeting just meeting his teammates, basically. That's where we're at. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, It's okay. It's kind of more of just your typical... Sports anime. I feel like it's probably going to be your closest if you're wanting something like Kabaddi. It doesn't have quite the uh, humor, I think, that Kabaddi had. Just because... Kabaddi is a ridiculous sport. Yeah. So it's going to have some naturally humorous moments of people mm-hmm. misunderstanding it. Yeah. But the char- the main character is kind of bland. But it, the sports aspect is interesting enough to where I might keep watching it. Alright. Alright. Um... I feel like... Sorry. You got like your three typical sports animes with fanfare, love all, play, and Zidane. Or the sorry, Zidane, the soccer one. I think oh, love she... all, play might be your best sports anime. If you're gonna like pick which one's probably gonna be your best of those three typical yeah. ones. Okay, mm-hmm. and then you got your ridiculous sports sports anime with Birdie Wing. Yeah, Birdie Wing's not in that category. That's that's your like crazy one. Yeah, yeah, like it's it's not trying to be accurate you're like tropey stereotypical sports anime of the three that i watched love all play was the best of those three probably might be the best okay so i'm assuming same with the other two you're gonna kind of keep an eye on it but you wouldn't really recommend that i watch it no i don't think you'll like it but if you like sports anime you would recommend somebody to watch it yeah if you're interested in it okay so, uh, my second to last one here is not a, uh, as, as far as I can tell right now, not a romance. So there might be some romance subplots introduced. Okay. And that's The Dawn of the Witch. So, uh, main character has no memories from before three years ago, which is when he entered this newly created magical school that's only okay. been around for like six years or something. Mm-hmm. And uh, but he's got like no memories from before that. And, like, the rules of the magical school are if you fail out, magic is too dangerous, so you'll lose all your memories of the schooling, too. So he's like, I don't want to lose yeah. the only memories I have left. Um, but he's, like, the worst student in the school. He can't control his spells. Like, he can only cast a few of them after years of diligent study. Um, but otherwise, like, he tries to cast something and it just goes crazy. Mm-hmm. And so the principal of the school, or the headmaster... His name is Albus. And I'm like, really? 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 But then I realized, oh, it's a woman. Okay. Oh. <laughs> uh, he gets summoned sexy to... Sexy Dumbledore. Yeah. Sexy. <laughs> he gets summoned to her uh, her office. And then on the way there, there's like somebody... There's like a... Well, what appears to be a young girl, but is actually a 300-year-old witch. Okay. Uh, like knocking on the door like, Albus, let me in. I need to talk to you. Let me in. And then eventually they both get... They both get in. And she's like, I'm we're starting up this like field program where the South is still like really racist towards magic users. 
um, you know, so we're, we're going to be starting up like a little like field operation out there. I want you to go and I'm going to be sending a few other people. It's like a mission trip. <laughs> and it's like, you're going to be establishing a base there in a village or something. Yeah. And, um, you know, it's going to be like a three year program or something. And, you know, so you, you've got another chance because you're not developing at this school well enough. You might develop out in the field here. Um, and the witch who's trying to get entrance is like, sounds interesting. I'll do it too. And she's like, what? No, it, I wasn't <laughs> like, she wasn't summoned. The witch wasn't summoned. Mm-hmm. She, she just showed up. And he's like, oh, no, no, no. That other witch you're going to have go. I bribed her to take her place. So <laughs> I am, I am going to be the one that goes. I'm like, all right. And they're also like, be very careful. Don't touch her magic staff because it's called the witch eater and it will eat your magic until you die. Cool. Um, and like, she can only touch it because she's made a pact with it. So, um, so they're like, okay, you're going to go with um, this other girl who's like top of the class and you're going to go with this lizard guy and these two know-nothing people. Okay. And the lizard guy is like, you know, they're at their rendezvous and he shows up and he's like, I'm not going to go with you guys. I, I'm capable. I don't need an escort. I'm going to escort these other two guys that are going. We're going to go as a separate group. Um, sort of like, okay, well, I guess, fine. They uh, they get started going. They The main character gets like sick in the cart and he's like throwing up. And so like, okay, we got to pull over on the side of the road because they get motion sickness from this. Um, then they uh, as they're camping out the the group of with the lizard guy they get attacked by ex-church members that were like officially like witch hunters but now that that's been you know that that war has ended and that group's been disbanded you know they're not official anymore but they are mm-hmm. they're still alive and they're still anti-witch and they start hunting the the lizard people um the other group shows up like a day late to the town and like, oh, the, the the two people that were with the lizard guy are there. And he's like, yeah, what a jerk he was. He We were being attacked by thieves and they said, uh, he said, I don't need to be slowed down by you people that can't even cast a spell and ran off on his own with the map. And they're like, oh, he was, he was, he was probably witch hunters. He probably realized that mm-hmm. and was trying to protect you guys by saying that you weren't. Yeah you know, ma- like actual good mage casters and try to throw them off. And they're like, oh, well, whatever. So like, I- I'm done with this. I don't want to, you know, I'm going back to regular school now or whatever. And then the teacher's like, okay, you, you two stay here. I'm going to go look for the, look, look for the lizard guy. And then they're eventually just like, oh, we should look for him too. Right. And he's like, I guess. Okay. Um, the, the the main girl at the top of her class, she's like talking like, oh, I, I seem cheerful. And that's, I'm, this might have been before they showed up. It's like, oh, I seem cheerful, but I'm really like just putting the smile on to make people like me. And um, I practiced it a lot. And there was a, a time when witch hunters, when they realized that, you know, oh, it's, it's not just regular witch hunters. It's going to be like, she sees some clue that makes her think it's going to be like a really powerful um witch hunter it's like i ran into one of those as a kid it 
I went to go visit a friend of mine and they burned down her entire village <laughs> and I ran away. They're like, if you have a friend here, then I'm going to have to try you as a witch too. And she's like, I don't have any friends here and ran away. It's a little girl. And she's like, I'll probably do that again. I'll probably, you know, not be able to help and run away. He's like, he's like, I don't know. I think things from what little I know about you, I think things would be different if your friend was still alive and there's still like hope for them. Um, and she's like, okay, I guess we'll continue. They find the guy. Um, well, the the teacher, you know, they left like well after the teacher, basically. The um, teacher finds him, starts fighting him off. We learn the lizard guy can sort of regenerate. Um, like they find Makes a piece sense. of his tail and like his um, his foot like got like impaled at one point and it's sort of started to heal. Um but the the teacher shows up and starts like outclassing this this mage fighter because her she can't really cast spells because the staff eats all her magic constantly but leaves her alive. But the staff can do stuff and mm-hmm. she's got the upper hand. But then the other two people, the main character and the the top of the class girl, show up. So he's like able to take the main character as like a hostage. Like you know, throw down a staff or I'll kill this kid. Do it. <laughs> At first she's like, do it, and then. Uh, she like gives into the bluff and throws down her staff and um the the witch hunter reveals that the uh the top of the class girl's like oh you don't have to keep up your charade like you can tell them now that i'm going to kill these two people that you were a spy for the church this whole time <laughs> and she's like ashamed of it mm-hmm. but um and she had like she had like antlers as a kid so like she was shunned as like a child of a demon it's and like, had her antlers sawed off and like was guilt tripped uh, into doing Fallout stuff. Fallout Boy video. Uh, is there a Fallout Boy video where a girl has antlers? No, a guy has antlers. Oh, okay. But she was like pressured into this. We get that backstory yeah. real quick. Something happens. The main guy um, accidentally or purposefully picks up the staff for some reason. Um, and... Like the, a big like ex- explosion sort of thing happens and he passes out mm-hmm. and they're like oh how am i still alive after this you know because it yeah either sends that guy off running or defeats him i don't actually remember but there's like how am i alive after touching the staff and it's like supposedly your magic is just infinite so the staff got full <laughs> okay and that's probably why you can't control your spells because God damn, do you have a lot of magic. Of course it goes wrong. Um, so it's like, okay. And that's that's all I know. Yeah. And it's like, so maybe there's a little bit of a, a romance that could develop with the, uh, top the, the top of the class girl. There's a little bit of romance that could develop with the 300-year-old lolly okay. witch. Yeah. Um, just from like stuff I've seen in the opening credits. I think it's going to be like people are going to use they're gonna he's gonna like somehow just again looking at the opening credits i think he's gonna somehow be able to basically be like a recharge battery for people it's like okay the the witch girl who can't cast spells might be able to just steal some of his magic for a little bit and cast spells mm-hmm. um or you know like other people might be able to do the same thing so i have a feeling that it might eventually turn into sort of a romance but it's mostly just a fantasy yeah action magic school thing so um we'll see well i'm interested i want to watch it more so um that's that's the dawn of the witch i don't know if 
I'd, I'd have to watch more of it to see if it's worth it for you to watch. So. Yeah, so I'm not usually into fantasy, so. Um, okay, so my last one is Sorry Aro Utility. It is a 15-minute OVA, and it's just this, like, three girls playing golf. Okay. <laughs> I, it's, like, the basic premise is, like, this girl sees another girl, like, practicing, I guess. She's her, like, hit the ball really hard. She's like, oh, that seems cool. So she, like, starts playing golf. And, like, two of the girls are, like, pretty good at it, but she's not good at it. And, like, her whole, like, goal for this round is, like, get par on one hole. So it's just her trying to get par on once. Struggles. She's not great at golf yet. And then it's the other girls just supporting her, trying to make her feel good saying it's just a game just have fun lighten just, up loosen up don't like don't be stiff yeah and it's just really fun cute 14 at OVA that, okay. that, that's it they're just playing golf got it <laughs> I kind of figured when you're like it's 15 minutes like, yeah. it's just them playing golf yeah I yeah. mean it's fun it's cute they don't have to have a plot it's just she just calls their ball ham she keeps losing them, so at the end, it's, her ball is like ham five. She <laughs> lost the first four. Okay. So, yeah, watch it. It's 14 minutes. Okay, I'll watch it. <laughs> Maybe. I'll get around to it. Um, the, the last one on my list here, which is actually the first one that I watched when we, we went our separate ways here, is Trapped in a Dating Sim. And I don't know if you heard me. I deliberately yelled out from my room, like, damn it, I'm hooked. <laughs> Um, it's just I, I like the personality of the main character some, and okay. it's uh, just so describe it short as short as possible. Okay, main character he is being forced to play this dating sim by his little sister. She's got some dirt on him. It's like okay. I, I want to see like the ending of this, but I can't be bothered to play it. So I need you to go ahead and one hundred percent this game. Otherwise, I'll tell mom about that thing. No idea what that thing okay. is. But he's he's I just get him being like fucking hate this game and he's playing through it and it's like this balance is terrible and it's like fuck it I'm gonna pay to win because there's you can okay. buy some super powerful ship mm-hmm. and it's like the tone is all over the place it's fantasy with magic but then there's robot fights and spaceships oh, it's one of those games and he's like this is terrible <laughs> and he 100% completes it and he's it takes him like several days to do so we see mm-hmm. like he goes through several night and day cycles he's like all right i'm done i'm gonna go get some food from the convenience store falls down the outside stairs lands on his head and dies transition okay. to i don't want to die this way and then it's a little kid in a field saying i don't want to die this way and then his memories start to come back of his previous life and he's like fuck i'm in this dating sim game i recognize the symbol for this academy <laughs> okay so he's like I don't recognize my name, so I'm not a main character. I'm just some background guy. And he, like, you know, the next, like, five to ten years of his life, he's just come to terms with, like, I, I could be happy as a background guy. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you know, I just, you know, set up this farmland. His dad is, like, a minor baron, but in this world, like, women have all the power, and men are basically treated like women were in Victorian okay. era. Um, slightly different mm-hmm. because they are, um, you know, if women were in power, I think they would 
it's still like a bad situation both ways, but it's a slightly different treatment. Um, but he's basically, it's like, you gotta, <laughs> you're basically just going to be used as, as marriage stock yeah. for, you know, since you're a minor noble it's like or racehorses and like his, uh, just gonna sell your breeding rights. Yeah. And his, he's, his dad still has like a mistress somewhere. Like the the woman in charge of the house is not his mom, okay. but like it is his dad's wife. And he his dad's just like I'm just happy I got married. Like that's, um, and the the woman is like I'm gonna marry you off to a friend of mine. And this is like it, it's this witch of the waste looking old woman who's been married seven times and all of her previous husbands have died in the war or something in military it's like she's clearly just after the widower's my widower's pension like she wants to marry me send me off to war and then i'll die and she'll get more money and she's like that's too bad i decide what happens in your life you should be grateful that you're getting married at all it's like i'm supposed to go to this academy it's like a third son going to the academy i don't know he's like so i just need like it basically comes down to like you know okay i just I can get out of this marriage if I can get enough money to make it worth it. Mm-hmm. And he's like, I remember in the pay to win section, like I, I based off of the year that I was born, it should be like the same age as the main character. Mm-hmm. And you can go to this abandoned Island and pick up this, um, you know, spaceship. It's like your pay to win thing. And canonically in the game's lore, she would not have been old enough for the game to start yet. So it should still be there. I can go there early and pick up this super powerful pay to win ship. Yeah. So he 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 takes like a, a small flying boat because they live on floating islands, yeah. and he uh, uses uses his game knowledge because also when he was a kid he wrote down everything he could remember about the game so that he could try to mm-hmm. survive in the world. Um, and he had just just recently gotten all of his memories back from when he one hundred percent completed it. So. Um, with all the various endings. So he, he has a very intimate knowledge of this game, despite not wanting to. Um, so he's like, okay, he almost dies in the process, but he gets the ship and the ship's AI is sort of like a, um, detects him as like, Oh, you're one of those new humans that are obsessed with magic. I'm surprised you would use like, like he uses a bomb against him, but it's not a magic bomb. It's like, I'm surprised you would use that with you. New humans are always fascinated with the with with your magic weapons i'm surprised you'd use you know a technological weapon and the main character's just like well i don't don't fucking know (laughs) um anyway he's just like he doesn't like him he's (laughs) because he's he's a new human but he has to obey him because he got like he's able to register the ship as his um and then he runs a scan it's like oh you've got like new human and old human in you somehow you're some sort of weird hybrid which I think is just signifying that okay, he he's picking up on the fact that he's not, mm-hmm. you know, he was reincarnated in this world, and then he uses the ship to get a bunch of treasure, and he's like, I'm able to start my own kingdom. I just need to find a wife, and he's like, hopefully, I can just be this one really low grade, like noble position here with the money that I buy. But they're like, nope, we're gonna give you a barony, and so now you have to you have to marry somebody of a higher class than that. He's like, dang it, I've gotta. <laughs> I've got to find an annoying marriage partner at this academy. So that's that's the setup for the show. Okay. So he goes to school. He wants to be a background character, um, but like he's got some experience adventuring in this this overpowered ship. Um, he 
he sees a scene from the dating sim happen, but it's like, that's not the main character. That's somebody else. Weird. Doesn't think much of it. Um, but then like scenes keep happening for this other character and, uh, the, like the, like the villainess in the game, which I, villainess is a strong word. Just like the, in the game, the print, the main character is like a commoner going to the school and gets the prince and his friends to fall in love with her or whatnot. Mm -hmm. And the, the main antagonist is this bitchy daughter of a duke that's a betrothed to the prince but you know when he sees this outside perspective of this girl who's not the main character but is you know playing it out fairly beat for beat um because he also sees the main character and she's just also there but not in that position he's like again weird but whatever i'm just a background character don't get involved Mm -hmm. um but you kind of start to see the the mean girl's like, oh, she's not all that mean. She's just like worried about the the prince being seen as indecent for like, like she's got some bitchy characteristics, but you can see that oh, she's actually like sort of being bullied by the prince and his friends, and like there's something weird going on with this other girl that's kind of like manipulating them. Um, and then the the episode two ends with, um, or maybe it's episode three. There might have been three episodes of this out. Ends with her challenge, her challenging the one girl to a duel, and then the main character is just like, the prince is like, well, I'll be our champion, and then like all of his friends are also like, we'll all be, and then she's like, all right, fine, I'll step in and, and help out because I really hate this prince guy. He's such a douchebag, <laughs> and all of his friends. Um, he also has this ship scan that this girl is also somehow a mix of of old human and new human so he thinks okay this has got to be she's got to also have memories or something yeah she's yeah. also reincarnated into this world and is inserting herself into this position and and throwing off the balance of things so it's sort of uh the the it's i think it's going to shape into it's this dude versus this other girl competing <laughs> against this dating sim like the one girl is got the prince and all of his compatriots on her side and i think he's just going to sort of team up with the the person who's supposed to be the heroine and the person that's supposed to be the um the bitchy antagonist okay because they're not like mad at each other because the the heroine is not mooching in on the prince so she has no reason to not like that person i don't know i'm it's it's filling out the boxes i'm i'm liking it i'm gonna keep watching it i would not recommend it to you until I finished it, and I'll see how good it is. But okay. I thought it was, I thought it was a lot of fun. Gotcha. And it's probably going to be one of those things where he just, because of the advantages he has, like it typically is like he's got those advantages, so he's going to be unbeatable. Mm-hmm. But I like the dynamic of, so oh, there's somebody else in yeah. here, and we've got to, you know, we've got to learn to compete. He also realizes that like she doesn't have as firm a grasp on it as he does because she says a line that he's like expecting her to say like one of those scenes is playing out and it's like oh she's getting, this is the next thing that's said and she says something slightly different he's like she doesn't even have the dialogue exactly right <laughs> and it's like how do you have the dialogue exactly right because <laughs> he's under- it's been 10 years but you wrote it all down i guess so 
um, I don't know, the main character has, has a sort of a personality and he's not like, he's not particularly lecherous. He's not a bland nothing. Mm-hmm. He just sort of like, <laughs> he's just sort of like sick of those, the prince's shit. And, uh, you know, has some slight advantages from, from being in, from, I think that, that chip is more going to turn out to be a, uh, going to be his overpowered tool. Gotcha. Um, but that's that's uh, trapped in a dating sim. It's right. gonna be. I'm gonna keep watching it. I'm hooked. Cool. That's also the last show that we needed to talk about, and we're like an hour and forty minutes in here. Yeah. Um. Let's see, is the next episode we're releasing your plan, or do you think we should hold uh, off on that? I know that's the next one we're recording. I don't know. We'll we'll have to discuss it. We're either going to watch Kakiyasama Love is War, at least season one, as the next episode, or we'll have an episode uh, special thing, Mm -hmm. which may release as a special or may release as a full episode. But that's, I guess I can't say what we're doing next. And I should never say what we're doing next because we might change our minds. Yes. (laughs) Uh, It's happened before. But uh, you can follow us on Twitter at anime underscore territory. You can watch us stream some stuff on Twitch occasionally, twitch.tv slash dementedgoku. We're on YouTube as Anime Territory. We're on podcast platforms as Anime Territory. Um, check us out. Am I missing anything? Nope, you got it all. All right. You're now leaving the Anime Territory. Goodbye.